All right, this is episode 10 of the podcast. It's been a while. Hope you guys have missed me. I've missed you guys tremendously. Uh, anyhow, in this episode, we have a special guest. She is a fellow attorney like yours truly, uh, Miss Leonard. And we get into discussing uh, Bill Gates' uh, recent divorce. Not really from a legal standpoint, as you would expect from two attorneys, but one thing that we found that was very interesting about his marriage and it's a great conversation a pretty long conversation i think it's more than an hour um it's a really really great conversation i hope you guys enjoy it Okay, well, back for another episode of the podcast. Um, I think this is episode 10. Don't quote me on that, guys. It's been a while. As you guys know, um, the last time we talked, I was in the process of finishing my book. The reason why it's been so long to get back to a new episode is that I went on a worldwide tour to promote my book. I went to Germany, Japan, South America, all around the world. I've been very busy these past few months. Okay, that's a lot. I did not go on a world tour. But if any fan out there would like to sponsor me, I would definitely appreciate that. Uh, big fan of going to Dubai. That sounds lovely. Maybe Fiji. You know, they may have heard about the demon on my chest uh, book series <laughs> in Fiji. Who knows? It'll be fantastic. But no, guys, it's just been a while. I was, uh, I was uh, focusing on the book. And after... I finished the book. Um, I was so exhausted afterwards. I kind of took a little bit of a break off, uh, but now I am back at it and I'm committed to getting you guys an episode at least every two weeks. I think you guys are going to love this episode for the first time in the history of the podcast. We're making history uh, this evening. We have on a special guest. Um, she is a uh, fellow attorney uh, like yours truly. We actually had an event. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Uh, her name is uh, Trenisha Leonard. Uh, and uh, Miss Leonard, are you there? I am here. Hello to everyone. I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast. I'm very happy to be here. And I can't wait to um, jump into our topic for tonight. Very good. Yeah, we, um, we had an event a couple weeks ago. We're both members of the local bar. And uh, it was this volunteer event, I went to the school and uh, it's this elementary school. We did the skit uh, for these kids. It's like the three little pigs, but we did like a mock trial. Where we put the wolf on trial. It was so much fun. It and was. It, it was fantastic, right? Uh, it Lynn? was. It was incredible. I really, really enjoyed it. Absolutely. And we were there um, at the end of it. We got an entry. We started talking about this topic that we're going to talk about this evening. And I think I... Mm -hmm. 
than teasing the fans enough, but it's uh so it's in regards to so sadly uh, Bill Gates and his wife are getting a divorce. And um a couple of facts, well not facts, but a couple of allegations have came out uh over the past couple of weeks that I thought was interesting. Um Miss Leonard also thought was interesting. Very uh, interesting. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about it. Basically, um, so Bill Gates and his wife is getting a divorce. But the interesting thing is, so it's not interesting, not only because he's the richest man in the world or the second or third or something like that, but apparently, and uh, Trenisha, correct me. Well, first of all, do, do, do you prefer Trenisha or Miss Leonard? Uh, Trenisha is fine. Okay, good deal. I don't want to, like I said, she's an attorney uh, like <laughs> me and, you know, attorneys, we have big <laughs> egos. So I don't want to. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> we don't want to. Uh, she said, uh, Tranisha is fine, but I'm going to have to end it with a uh, Esquire. Uh, you know, sometimes you go on a tangent here, and Tranisha may agree with me. You know, sometimes you get on Facebook or Instagram and you see like uh, attorneys like me and you, and they'll have like Esquire at the end of mm-hmm. their name, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was a weird, you know, I mean, obviously, it's a, I guess it's something that we can. Did you know that Esquire is actually, it's like a title of nobility? It's like lower nobility? Yes, yes. yes. And that's probably why they put it like, like at the end of their names on their social media pages mm-hmm. to kind of give them that um, that credibility and to allow themselves to kind of like stand out on social media. It just seems kind of, and I, I mean, I understand, you know, they earn it. I guess we've earned it, but oh, it seems kind of like, I don't know, hey, look at me. You know, like to uh, I don't know. It's like uh, it's like going to a bar and you're like, "Hey, ladies or man, I'm an attorney. Anybody mm-hmm. uh wanna?" It's like it's like you're also wearing a restaurant. Like, hey, uh, we got an order for uh, Dan Ferris, and uh, I stand up and say, "Wait a minute, that's Dan Ferris Esquire," and I, and I and I pan to the to to the people, and they're like, "Dan Ferris Esquire." Well, you have them like, "Ladies," you know, it's Absolutely. like. <laughs> I mean, don't you agree with that? I mean, I, I do. I do. I think um, I personally think it's kind of like a show off whenever I see it. But no offense to anyone that, you know, have it on their social media name. But I, I wouldn't do it simply yeah, because I, I do think that. It's, yeah, yeah, I agree. Going to get a lot of angry emails now from attorneys like, hey, we earned it. <laughs> you know, everything we had to go through. You know, going to law school and passing the board, the least we can do is Esquire. Yeah. And uh, actually, uh, Janisha is supportive of it. I actually pulled up her Instagram account. She does have Esquire at the end of her name. So I do yeah, not, guys. Yeah, she's going to uh, leave that part out of it. That's why she's I do not. <laughs> okay. She's, uh, she's going to change it. Uh, so by the end of this podcast, go out. You guys are going <laughs> to notice that she had Esquire at the end of her. Uh, you know, hey, you earned that title of nobility, right? I didn't. I have that at the end of my. Yeah, I, mean, I don't to be, have that. To be fair, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Like, if my grandfather was a duke, and if I was like a duke, I definitely like use it as a title, like Duke Ferris. Like, I definitely. But I don't know the the Esquire thing seems just kind of because I guess you can use it even if you didn't pass the bar. You can still use the title of Esquire mm-hmm. as long as you graduate law school, right? absolutely right so even then it's kind of like misleading it's like oh it's like 
oh, I got an attorney. He's like, no, you got a, you got an Esquire, but he or she failed the bar or they didn't pass the bar. So, <laughs> and not, hey, not, not trying to, you know, begrudge. That's a word. Anybody who didn't pass the bar, it's a, you know, it's a hard, I mean, obviously we passed on the first time, which mm-hmm. is why we use the, you know, title of Esquire because we earned that. Anyhow, Absolutely. Um, okay. Back to <laughs> Bill Gates. So uh, uh, speaking of a rich uppity person, um okay so bill gates and his wife Mm. so they're getting a divorce but something that me and trenisha thought was really interesting about the divorce is that apparently and this is according to an article that we both came across and i think the initial article i want to say it's from like 1997 i believe it's from time you guys can you guys can Google it if you don't, you know, trust us. I mean, hey, if you can't trust us, I mean, we are Esquires. Who can you trust? Right. Um, we, <laughs> we've earned your trust. We are lower nobility. Uh, you like how, uh, like how I said at the ending, I added a little extra, you know, um to it. <laughs> I'm not I used to saying the word uh, nobility out loud, apparently. They, it sounded like weird, like a, added like a Cockney British accent, like lower nobility. Um. <laughs> So apparently, so, okay, let's back up a little bit. Bill Gates and his wife got married in 1994, right? Right. At the time they got married, he was a billionaire. I'm not sure if he was at that time uh, the richest person in the world, um, but he was definitely on course to be that. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're a billionaire, I mean, you're, you're doing pretty well. Um, she was not a billionaire. Uh, when mm-hmm. they got married, I believe at the time she was an employee of his when they started dating, mm-hmm. um, which I guess now in the Me Too era is kind of, I don't know, I think people kind of look upon that with uh, suspicion, the idea of a boss mm-hmm. uh, dating somebody that worked underneath him. Absolutely. So anyhow, um, before they got married, Bill Gates uh, asked his ex-girlfriend his ex-girlfriend he sought her approval before he proposed to his wife right uh, Trinisha is that correct that's correct and that's huge right that's huge yeah that's a that's an interesting thing right like why would you first of all that's like a red flag like why would you ask an ex um, yes before you propose to somebody right Right. That would have been like a, a turnoff for me. Like if he if my fiance goes back and has to get the approval of his ex-girlfriend before he decides to say I do, like I would not say yes. Um, and I certainly would not be saying I do to him. That's a huge turnoff to me. And I, I personally think it should have been like a, a, a major red flag to Melinda Gates. Absolutely. But um, she so the the. The story gets, but wait, there's more. There's um, more. His ex-girlfriend, um, this woman, I don't have her name, but you guys can Google it. But this, hold on one second. I'm, 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 I'm going to see if I can uh, Google her name while I'm talking right quick. Look at this, the, the beauty of modern technology. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one cool thing about being an Esquire is they were really good at research. Hold on one second. I can't let down uh, the fellow nobility. The Dukes would not, uh, they'll look, uh, hold on. 
Let's see here. See if I could find this one, man. Well, hold on. Well, I could do it, but it don't matter with her. Well, hold on one second. Okay. Let me see here. Her name is Ann Windblade. Yeah, Windblade. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Ann, Ann Windblade. Very good. Thank you, Miss Leonard. So her no name problem. is Ann Windblade. They dated for several years in the 80s. And uh, she's a really fascinating woman. By all accounts, I think she is a self-made um, businesswoman. She's an entrepreneur. Um, so they dated, you know, for several years. Um, apparently, it didn't work out with them because at the time, I think she was like five years older than Bill Gates. But she was yeah. she was ready to get married. Right? Is it five years? Yeah. Or eight years? It's five years. Five years. Mm -hmm. Yes. So at some point, she wanted to get married. Bill Gates did not. He was not ready to get married. So they broke up. They still maintain a great friendship and mm -hmm. perhaps more. Like I said, that and perhaps I, more. I love that part because that's so interesting to me, um, Mr. Ferris. Do you do you want me to address you by Dan or Mr. Ferris? Well, uh, I, I prefer uh, uh, Esquire Jewish Doctorate, Madam. No, I'm just kidding. No, Dan is fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's Count Ferris, Esquire Jewish Doctorate. Um, but Dan, what's so interesting to me is that. Uh, um, he maintained the friendship with this Anne Windblade, but I personally think that it was something a little bit more than a friendship. Um, and I don't want to jump too far ahead in the podcast, but even Melinda Gates allowed her husband, Bill Gates, to go and spend, what was it, a weekend out of each year with this ex-lover? Yeah, what do you so think they, about that? yeah, so Bill and and this is all uh, allegations, so we don't know, you know, whether or not this is actually true. But according to this article, uh, Bill Gates and his ex girlfriend maintained this thing where even after they broke up, they would spend one weekend out of the year together, um, just like you know, spending time together just for a whole weekend. And mm -hmm. apparently, Bill Gates and his ex did this even after bill gates got with melinda and even mm -hmm. after they got married he was still doing this so they got married in 1994 mm. I believe the article came out in 1997 so at least three years into the marriage it the article implies that him and his ex-girlfriend were still doing this weird thing uh now we can't let's assume for purposes of this podcast because it's much more interesting that bill gates was doing this up until him and melinda got a divorce and we just found out some new facts today mm -hmm. that further adds uh, credence to the fact is it credence or credence anyhow these are just <laughs> words guys you know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh you're an attorney it's just word. you can't fancy <laughs> words credence. You, you don't you don't deserve the title it's quiet. hey shut up uh <laughs> How dare you correct the Duke? Am I right, Tunisia? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no so, corrections uh, here. Just work. Yeah, exactly. 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 So so let's assume that uh, him and his ex-girlfriend uh, did this thing where one weekend out of the year, they spent the whole weekend together. This was, yeah. for me this is the most interesting aspect of the whole Bill Gates and Melinda divorce. Not the fact that apparently Bill Gates had tied to 
he had ties to Jeffrey Epstein, who mm-hmm. is well known in the news the last couple of years. Um, to me, this is the most interesting part of their relationship. The fact that and not and I'm sorry, the fact that Melinda would agree to that. Um, and this is where it's me absurd. and Trinisha, I'm sorry, Trinisha, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I think that that's absurd. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And this is where we disagree. This is where we, we uh, come to a fork in the road, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. You think that, well, okay, let's, let's talk about it. Cause maybe now, so let, let's jump ahead a little bit. So mm-hmm. we found out today, apparently there are allegations and an article came out today in the New York Times, probably, uh, probably courtesy of Melinda Gates attorneys trying to win the battle of public opinion, leak these, you know, uh, the, apparently Bill, there are allegations that Bill Gates pursued other women, even after him and Melinda um, got married, which to me isn't a surprise because as soon as I found out, I would agree. You would agree, right? I would agree. Right, because you, but that, but when we were trying to do the podcast last week, but I couldn't figure it out, you know, how to get it going on the computer, um, mm-hmm. because you know, I'm a dude. I didn't learn how to do that. I learned how to, you know, <laughs> um, ride horses and hunt pigs and stuff. <laughs> uh, in the fields of France. I was gonna. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> learn how to be a knight you know i'd learn how to do computers and stuff um but last week when this topic came up you thought your position was bill gates what what so what did you, you felt that and correct me if i'm wrong but you felt that bill gates loved melinda more than she loved him because when they got married Despite him being a billionaire, despite him being on the course to become the richest man in the world, he did not uh, ask for a prenup. Right, Tanisha? Correct. So what I was saying last week, Dan, was this. I think, and this is my personal opinion, I think that Bill Gates is a simp. And the reason why I feel that is because, one, Bill Gates is this multi-billionaire he ends up marrying Melinda Gates with no prenuptial agreement, right? Mm -hmm. So Melinda, who is not nearly as wealthy as Bill Gates, walks into this marriage with just the money that she has in her bank account or in her savings. And she walks away from the marriage, one of the most wealthiest women, if not the wealthiest woman in the United States, all because of the marriage to Bill Gates. What does Bill Gates get from it? I think he got to play um, to play with his mistress one weekend out of every year, the years that he was married. And I also to add a little bit more fire to this um, fire that's already blazing. I think that Melinda Gates never really loved Bill Gates as much as he loved her from the very beginning of their marriage. I am a woman. And if I'm just talking about emotions and love, I can't fathom how another woman would allow her husband who she loves more than than any other human being on the planet to play house even if it's for one day out of the year let alone on one weekend with an ex-lover who this uh, man and woman have shared uh, ties to I don't know how 
how long Ann and uh, Bill Gates dated, but we can we can assure that it was for you know some time because they developed a deep bond, and it was so deep that they maintained that bond years after they ended their romantic relationship. So I would call into question how Melinda could have loved Bill as much as he loved her or the way a wife should love a husband if she would allow her husband to go out and caress um, another woman for a weekend out of each year for years of their marriage. I mean, that I even heard that it was negotiated in their marital contract that Bill was to be able to allow be allowed to have this weekend each year for as long as they're married with his lover or ex-girlfriend what do you think about that right um so your position basically is that melinda got more of a deal like she benefited drastically more than he did when they got married correct correct right and you feel that the fact that she allowed him to see his ex-girlfriend, you call her a mistress, um, based on the things that we've read, it seemed like Bill actually had a deep affection uh, for his ex-girlfriend. Like it was much more than a physical. I think at some point, I, I think she convinced him to stop, I think, eating meat, I think. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. In lieu of that, she was going to she was going to take his meat. Now, I should leave that part out. I apologize. This is a podcast for families. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're an attorney. You can't make a crude joke like that, Mr. Esquire. How dare you uh, let down your fellow nobility? <laughs> um, but yeah, but it seemed like uh, this ex-girlfriend had a, like a deep impact on, on, on his life and the person he ended up, he ended up becoming. Um, okay, so you think that number one, she benefited more. Number two, the fact that she allowed him to see his ex girlfriend more than the weekend shows that she never really was in love with him. Because if she was in love with him, she would not have agreed to such a a a, a, a stipulation. Correct. Correct. I mean, and even if we were to flip it, do you think that Bill Gates would have agreed to allow Melinda? gates to go and spend a weekend out of each year with her lover i don't think so dan i mean share with me your thoughts yeah i think uh at this point i think he i, I think he would have my so my position before um this new article came out that was probably or new facts or new allegations that was like i said probably leaked by melinda's attorneys um showing that bill gates apparently pursued more women other than his ex-girlfriend after he married Belinda, my position was that he, despite the fact that you're right, he was a billionaire when they got married, he had, you know, the wealth and one of the, I mean, he's not, I mean, let's face it, he's not, he's not the most handsome guy on the planet, but hey, money talks. Um, <laughs> so uh, at the time he got married or even before they started dating, perhaps one of the world's, uh, certainly the country is one of the country's most, um, eligible bachelors definitely There's a lot of women would love to mm -hmm. uh not shoot a bunch of men would, would, would love to be with somebody that had me look at oprah's uh stedman you know her her kept man right <laughs> a lot of uh, people out there would love to be with somebody who would take care of them forever but my position was that i think bill gained as much as melinda gained when they got married because you know 
despite him being a billionaire, you know, like, what do you get the man who has everything? Or maybe him, he wanted to have a family, like he wanted to have a wife, right? He wanted right. to be a father, right? He wanted that as much as he, he wanted to, you know, be a CEO of his company, as much as he wanted to be a billionaire, as much as he wanted to have a big impact on the world, he wanted to have a family. And Melinda allowed him to have those things. Not only did she allow him to have those things, but she also allowed him to spend time with his ex-girlfriend, his mistress, as you put it, his concubine, um, to use an old historical term, you know, like a one of the kings or pharaohs of old, like concubines, you know. I was, mm -hmm. I was reading this book, um, it's about Alexander the Great. And when he conquered the Persian Empire, uh, the last emperor of uh, the Persian Empire, a guy named Darius. And apparently Darius had a different woman for every night of the year. So he had at least 365 concubines. Mm. Like that's that's kind of, that's kind of, crazy wacky to think about right that's outlandish yeah it's outlandish yeah um well uh well i guess some people would say it's uh awesome landish that's a word <laughs> <laughs> bill gates would say like oh are you kidding me man it, yeah oh I, I don't do a real good bill gates impersonation but he kind of talks like you know kind of talk like this and you know look at me i'm the ceo Max. anyhow um that's my I'm sorry if anybody who talks like Bill Gates. I apologize. That was a hey, you're an attorney, you can't do that. Like you're, I, I apologize for my fellow nobility. Um, but so not only did Melinda allow him to have a family to play dad, so to speak, to play the part of a husband, she also allowed him to spend time with his mistress. And more importantly, she did it, you know, soon as she did it, and she didn't like really give him any any qualms about it, right? where he didn't have to, you know, cheat on his wife, so to speak. He didn't have to do it in secrecy or he didn't have to do it in shame or guilt. The idea that you could be married, the idea that you could you know, have a family and your wife could allow you to have your affairs on the side and not, you know, give you any headache. That's a powerful thing. That, that's a powerful thing. And the compromise that Bill made with Melinda is like, hey, I'm going to do this thing with my ex-girlfriend. And maybe, and not only that, but now that we know that he was pursuing other women, maybe Melinda knew he was also going to pursue other women, right? And right. But maybe the compromise was, okay, you can be, uh, you're, you can be a whore, Bill. You can go out there, do your thing. You know, you got this weird relationship with your ex. You're going to pursue other women. The compromise is that, no prenup. That's no prenup. Right? Mm -hmm. So to me, I don't think that that shows that number one, Bill Gates was a simp or that, you know, Melinda took advantage of him. I think a lot of people would argue that he took advantage of her because despite the fact that and well, you know, like, well, Dan, you know, like you said, like, oh, she's, you know, walking away with now she's going to become the one of the richest people, one of the richest or the richest persons on the planet, not just America. Um, I, I guess a lot of people, well, not a lot. I guess some people would say, well, so what? Like money can't buy you happiness. 
she still gave this man well 30 years of her life she gave him two children i think she's in her 50s now she gave him like 30 years of her life two kids and the whole time he was like having his cake and eating and eating it too some people would say that he he, he took advantage of her in a sense right so yeah. at best so i guess how can he be a simp now that we know that and not only did he have this weird thing with his ex but he also was pursuing other women like a like a pharaoh of old or like a king of that's not a simp right then you make a lot of interesting points but i'm I'm going to have to go back to my initial statement. I think for Melinda to stay in a marriage that long, that many years and allow Bill Gates to continue, as you put your, your words, being a hoe, it was only because of my initial proposition that she didn't love him as much. Hey, as wait, he wait a minute. Her. I'm going to have to wait. I, I said whore, not hoe. I would never call anybody a hoe. <laughs> I was <kidding>. Okay. There's <laughs> a whore. Okay. I'm an esquire. Whore. I don't whore. use the term okay. hoe unless I'm out in the field, unless I'm hoeing the field. <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So you correct my uh, terminology. Thank you. But um, I just, I, I think that the reason why Melinda was able to allow Bill to be a whore if we want to use the politically correct term, is because she was never in love with him the way that he was in love with her. It's also interesting that you talk about Bill being able to have the best of both worlds and you related that to Anne Whitblade. Um, the thing there is that when Anne was in Bill's life, Bill wasn't ready for marriage. If they had that much of a special bond why didn't he marry her? And to even add more to that, um, when Bill met Melinda, he you stated that what can you get a man that has everything? Um, you can get him a wife and you can get him kids because that's what he would want to add on top of what all that he had. When he initially met Melinda, he wasn't even ready to marry her. He actually did a pro and con list um, trying to list out all of the things I guess that would be the pros in favor of marrying Melinda versus the cons. I think that when Bill met Melinda after he did the pro and con list and, and got his ex um, approval to marry Melinda, Bill just realized this is one that I just cannot let get away. Like whatever Melinda had, apparently Ann did not have because Melinda was able to get Bill to the altar and that was something Ann was never able to do. I think Bill went to the altar because he ultimately realized that he was deeply in love with Melinda and he had to have her as his leading lady, the mother of his kids and to be his wife. Think about it, Dan, a man that has that much money, that's the one of the wealthiest men in the United States, he could have purchased a wife if he really wanted to be married. He could have purchased kids if he really wanted to be a father. No, he didn't. The reason why is because when he fell in love with Melinda, even at that time, he wasn't ready to marry, but Melinda was enough motivation and encouragement to make him ready or to at least make him consider the the idea of marrying her, which he ultimately did. I still believe that Bill Gates was more in love with Melinda than she was in love with him, which is how he was allowed to do all of these things. And for Melinda, she saw him as a lottery ticket. I mean, that's that's how I feel about but, the Bill Gates and Melinda. But I guess 
how do you, but you get that, but so your conclusion is like you just said, you think that Bill Gates loved Melinda more than she loved him. You're, you're basing that on what? You're, you're basing that on the sole fact that he married her without having a prenup, right? No. Like that's it. Like, so how well, else are you, are, are you getting to that conclusion? I'm getting to the conclusion that Bill Gates loved Melinda more than she loved him. Yeah. Because Melinda was the only woman that Bill Gates married. Melinda was the only woman that Bill Gates decided to allow to be the mother of his kids. Melinda was the only woman that he decided to head up the foundation with. Melinda was the only woman that even made him consider that, the idea. Would, would you of agree me? that people, would you agree that people don't necessarily marry for love because you're saying that melinda you don't you don't believe that she married for love right so you agree with the general statement i don't want to over generalize but you agree with the general statement that some people don't marry for love right correct i i would agree with that and i agree in this scenario that melinda married bill to be her come up so yeah yes i would agree with that statement right so if so I get so what what you're saying. So if you agree with the general statement that some people don't marry for love, is it possible that a man or woman in Bill Gates' position, like somebody that's so extremely wealthy, that the mere fact that they got married, the mere fact that they chose somebody to marry them, does not in of itself means that they're actually in love with that person? I would agree with that statement, but not as it um, relates to this particular case. I don't think because honestly, I don't think that Bill Gates married Melinda for any reason other than love. Like all of the evidence points to the fact that he loved her. I don't see that strong of evidence pointing back that Melinda loved him. But it, I don't know. It, it, it seems like if, if you agree with the general statement or, or the general sentiment that people don't necessarily marry for love, right? So you agree right. with that. But number two, it seems that it, or you're, you are heavily implying that if somebody is so like wealthy or powerful, when whomever they decide to get married, obviously they have to be in love with that person because they never had to marry them. So it seems that it seems that you agree with the general uh, sentiment that people don't necessarily marry for love but you're kind of hesitant to apply that principle to really really rich people is that is that correct or no <laughs> no <laughs> no i i don't think that that's I, I agree with it in part and i do think that i am applying that principle to really really rich and rich and wealthy people i am applying that principle here in this scenario i'm just saying that it does not seem with all of the the news articles and everything that I have learned about the case, it doesn't seem that Bill, um, I'm sorry, it doesn't seem that Melinda loved Bill as much as he loved her. And I'm saying that because one, Melinda, Melinda wasn't giving Bill anything. Bill didn't need Melinda. You see what I mean? Wife. Like well, he wanted a wife. Like he wanted a wife. He wanted, he wanted a mother of his children. He could have got any woman in the world. You're right. You're, you're right. Millions you, of women. You're right. You're right. He he could have got any woman, but he got her. Like he for some reason, like he he chose her. Like she got she got lucky, right place, right time. You know, she got lucky. 
Damn. You know, and, and you said that. So I'm, I want to. <laughs> I want to back up a little bit. But you also, I think, stated that basically, like Bill Gates married Melinda, and he didn't marry Anne because he was more in love with Melinda. Well, maybe maybe he did love Anne as much or even more than Melinda, but maybe he wasn't ready for marriage. There are tons of um, countless examples of people like loving somebody, being in love with somebody, but not being ready for marriage. But then like a year later, two years later, like, hey, you know, I, I am ready for marriage now. Like that, that happens, right? That happens well, that. Yeah. So that does not mean that I guess in some time it means that, well, you know, this is the person I was waiting for. Or it could be, well, I, I just wasn't ready for that. Like, say if you have, you know, a couple of kids and in their early 20s and say if you have, we're going to flip it. Say you have the guy like comes from a very traditional conservative family where people in his family and his friends and his associates, they all like get married like really, really early. Right. Like, right. Right. When they're young, like really early 20s. Say like he's been dating his high school sweetheart. Say like they turn 21, 22 and she's ready to get married. Like, hey, because our friends are getting married. I'm sorry, all, all his friends are getting married and fam family's getting married. And he says, hey, you know, we're 21 now and, you know, it's time to make mom and, and pa proud because that's how those people, I'm just kidding, I don't know how to talk. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, the Bible says it's better to marry than, than to burn. And I, I was like, <laughs> but uh, he's like, hey, will you marry me? She says, hey, well, I'm not, I love you, but I'm not ready to get married. I, you know, I'm, we're in college now and I want to graduate college. And, you know, I'm thinking about going to medical school. I want to be a doctor and I'm just not, I want to be more further along in my career and our careers before we get married. Can you wait? He says, no, I don't want to wait. I'm ready to, I'm ready to, you know, start a family now. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to start now. And, and, and he says, I think this is a deal. I'm ready to get married now. And they end up breaking up. Right. And he marries right. and, he, and, and he ends up marrying the next woman he dates because he's ready. He's so ready to get married. Right. Right. His ex, the woman that he that she uh, he broke up with. She waits until she finishes college and until she finishes medical school before she starts dating somebody seriously where she don't get married to her like early 30s. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that the person she ended up being with, does she actually love him more than her high school sweetheart or was it that she made a rational well thought reason decision i'm not i want to do these other things before i'm ready to settle down and get married right so why can't why i guess i'm saying like i think that's what happened with bill gates like he actually was in love with melinda and uh, i'm sorry with ann i keep getting, getting confused with ann his ex-girlfriend and was more further along in her career, her life. She was older than him when she was ready to get married uh, when they dated those years, but he wasn't ready for that. That doesn't mean that he didn't love her as much as he loved Melinda. He just wasn't ready for that. Just like the person, just like this woman in, in, in this uh, hypothetical I just laid out, right? So Dan, let me ask you this. Right. Would you agree with me that Bill Gates is a very smart man? Would you agree with that? I would agree with that, yeah. Do you agree that he's a very wealthy man? No, uh, yeah, I think he's one of the richest men on the planet. Yeah. Okay. So in the scenario that you just laid out, um, which you did very eloquently, by the way, um, that is different from this scenario. And I'm gonna tell you why. The scenario where Bill meets Anne, 
they grow closer and closer. And one of the articles that I read, they even developed a deep bond. Um, but ultimately they ended their romantic relationship because Anne was ready to marry. She was five years older than Bill and Bill wasn't. So if what you're saying is true, if Bill truly loved Anne as much as, or even more than your words, Melinda, why didn't he tell Anne, hey, look, I'm not ready to get married yet, but if you'll give me a little bit more time, then maybe we can make that happen in the future. Because if the love was truly that strong between them, I don't think Anne would have mind waiting for him, knowing that the marriage well, would we come. Well, we don't know. Just, but, it's not but, ready yet. But number one, we don't know whether, I mean, obviously we are, based, I mean, we have some allegations, but we are speculating a lot to be fair but we don't know whether or not he said hey like I'm, I'm certain he told her I wasn't ready and maybe he did tell her, like hey if you wait but he probably could not give her a timeline because maybe he didn't know right like who would even maybe yeah e even if you even if he did give her time like hey like five years ten years maybe she said well I, I love you I can't wait that long like going back to the hypothetical maybe the woman who ended up becoming a doctor Maybe she told her high school sweetheart, well, can you wait until I become a doctor? And he's like, how long is that? Like 10 years. And and he told her like, hey, I can't wait. To, I'm ready to get married now. Like, I, I don't want to wait 10 years for you. I love you, but I don't want to wait 10 years. Maybe right? Bill didn't give Anne a plan at all. Or maybe he didn't even give her the option. Like, would you be open to considering that, that he didn't even give her the option? Yeah, because you, if they. Yeah, you're right. We don't know. We But I'm, but I'm thinking that based on what we do know was that like you said they definitely had a deep deep bond a bond so deep that even after they broke up they still maintain this weird thing where they had to spend at least one weekend together like just those two even after he get married e even after they got married he still wanted to do this with her he even asked her approval before he proposed to his wife so i think he had deep deep love and affection um for and so much so that he like you said like he put it he actually put that like in we don't know but there are some uh allegations that indicate that he actually put that down in the marital agreement with melinda like hey we're gonna get married but i'm gonna have to spend a weekend with Anne. that's pretty big like that i is... wonder would he have married melinda i wonder was that a deal breaker for him where if you don't allow me to spend time like to maintain this weird relationship i have with Anne. I'm not going to marry you like that in it. The fact that he had the fact that he put that down um, and the fact that Melinda knew that shows that I think he loved Anne as much or more so than he loved um, Melinda. Um, but not not to but to get back on track here. I think the point is that. So you OK, so you don't think that you don't think that Melinda yeah, hey, I, I, let's, yeah, so let's go there. You don't think that Melinda loved Bill for the sole fact that she allowed him to maintain this weird thing with Anne, right? Well, not here's just my question. That, to, I'm sorry, go ahead. Not just that. It's not the fact that she allowed him, first of all, the fact that she allowed that contract to go forward with him being able to spend a week with his girlfriend that's number one and then number two i've been reading the articles and there are like multiple allegations that down through the years bill even tried to to pursue 
other employees that worked for him. And it was known to Melinda that Bill had a sketchy reputation of like being sleazy when it came to women. And Melinda consistently stayed year after year after year, one knowing. Now, I think that it would just be, you know, a total lie to say that Melinda didn't know how Bill was before she married him all of the evidence was in the contract that she signed and she agreed to allow her husband to go and stay with his ex-lover for a weekend out of each year so we can't just divorce that whole idea and say that melinda didn't know what she was getting into she very well knew what type of man that she was marrying and she allowed him to continue to be that type of man well into their marriage so it's not just one incident of the contract it's the totality of all of the things that melinda allowed bill to do when she pretty much turned a blind eye to and who's to say dan that melinda wasn't living her own secret life you right. know with with her lover we so don't it, know that but yeah. i am it, is hand- it, it is it possible that people can actually be in love like deeply in love but also allow for basically seem like they had akin to an open relationship is that possible that is possible, right? Like there are examples that we can find tons there, of example that people there, being in open relationships where, hey, you do your thing, I do my thing, but at the end of the day, it's me and you. That's why we don't need no prenup. Because at the end of the day, there, it's me and you. I'm gonna do my thing. Yes, I'm gonna have this weird agree. thing with my ex. I'm gonna pursue women, even though I may fail because I'm I'm wealthy, but I'm a dork. I'm going to pursue these women, my employees, because I'm a dork and I'm stupid. I don't want to call people stupid, but why would you do that, man? You could have it anyhow. And you do your thing. I don't care. But at the end of the day, it's me and you. We marry. We got a family. We got kids. We got this foundation. We don't have a prenup. You know, we good. That's possible, too, right? That is possible, Dan. But I would argue with you that does not not apply in this situation because if it was then bill wouldn't have hesitated to put that part in the country okay just like what part part about open marriage part the open marriage part that's correct just like you put the part about he should be allowed to spend time with his ex-girlfriend nowhere in there was it melinda is going to be allowed to spend time with her ex-fiance or ex-boyfriend or whomever yeah i agree now that does seem unfair but wouldn't that take away from your position that he's a simp that somehow like she, uh, Melinda took advantage of him like that, that, no. that does you can't have it both ways right like is he no. a simp so is, is is he a simp but why does he get this why does he get to act like Pharaoh Ramses and Melinda is reserved to the to the position of playing the good wife right that does can't not, have her affairs that, that's not, not fair <laughs> That doesn't take away from my position that he's a simp. Again, I don't know what Melinda was out here in the world doing. Um, I have my suspicions about her as well because, I mean, let's face it, we're humans, right? And if your husband or your wife is out doing their thing, why shouldn't you be able to do your thing as well? if you wasn't doing your thing before they start doing theirs, which is what gave them the motivation to do it. So with that being said, no, I still believe that Bill Gates in this particular situation is the ultimate simp. It's hard to call him a simp when he's acting like Hugh Hefner, basically like he's, <laughs> he's banging out these women. He gets to spend a weekend 
at least a weekend with his mistress or this woman he was deeply in love with a weekend his wife can't do anything like okay baby y'all have a good weekend you want me to you want me to like uh make you some sandwiches for the trip you know and and (laughs) like all these other women it's like I don't know. It's hard to call. I'm trying to think of, uh, so I use Hugh Hefner. I'm trying to think of another like well-known like person who's like, uh, you know, yeah, it's hard to call uh, Casanova. It's hard. It wasn't weird to call Bill Gates Casanova. And he's a geek, but this person who's like a rake basically, who is, uh, I saw that, I was watching this TV show recently and uh, it's set in like olden times and the people were calling mm-hmm this aristocratic male a rake like why they call him a rake apparently he's one of the guys who he's known for pursuing a lot of women like oh mm. that's what they used to call it so i'm not i'm not even sure if this is historically accurate but i've been using that a lot like rape like a dude who pursues a lot of women mm-hmm. like look at this rake i'm not even sure that's right but i saw the tv show so you gotta be right but uh <laughs> yeah, but it, it's hard to it's hard to call that guy sent when he's like i don't know when he's like he's pursuing and he's like having these affairs and we don't mean I, I have to keep repeating these are all allegations but it seems like he was like i said like able to play the dad play the good mm-hmm. husband come home to assuming it was, it was a good cordial family life and he's able to you know have all these other side things that's like I, a lot of people would envy that a lot of men, a lot of women, a lot of human beings would envy the position because it's akin to like Darius, like the emperor of Persia I was telling you about, or it's akin to Ramses or even King Solomon, like somebody in that position, like Genghis Khan almost. But Dan. That's a a enviable uh, position to be in. So it's hard to say, oh, look at him. He's getting, hey, his wife is taking advantage of him. Well, he just just banged 100 women this year. Like who? That's- like who? Like who's being taken advantage of? Again, <laughs> he's like he's he's trying to act like Wilt Chamberlain. I read this book. I didn't read this book, but why did I say I read this book? It sounds more fancy. So I read this book, <laughs> but uh, I uh, came across this article that said that Wilt Chamberlain. Wait, not an article. I saw this on Wikipedia, but apparently, uh, <laughs> get get down to the truth here. Apparently, Wilt Chamberlain. So Wilt Chamberlain was a, like one of the best basketball players of all time. He never got married. And apparently he batted over like 20,000 women. That's a lot of women, right? So That's a lot of women. Yeah, so it's hard to call him a simp. So say Will Chamberlain, if he had like gotten married and like had a family, like, oh, look at him. He's a simp. It's like, really? He He's he's able to like have all these affairs and his wife knows about it. So he don't got to worry about coming home and like, his clothes are outside, you know, on the porch. Like, yeah, I want you out of my house and you cheating on me. Like, like how Tiger Woods' wife did him when she found out. Yeah, think about it. Th- th- this is a great example. If they compare it to compare and contrast, That's Tiger Woods because... was married, right? When, when Tiger right. Woods got married, he was, I think at the time, he was already worth like $500 million, something like that. Like a really, really crazy amount. I don't think him and his wife had a prenup as well, by the way. She walked away with tons of money. I think she was a maid or nanny or something like that when they got married. But he cheated on his wife with tons of women, tons of women. And by all accounts, his wife had no idea. His wife had no idea. And, you know, she was, she was by all accounts, a good mother, like raising, raising yes. the kids, taking care of the yes. home. When mm-hmm. she found out, she beat his ass. See, Dan, that, 
And, yeah. and that's the comparison. Tiger Woods' wife knew nothing. You said a mouthful. She knew nothing about Tiger Woods' affairs, meaning she did not allow him to do it. She didn't sign a contract allowing him to do it. She knew nothing about it. And guess what? When she found out about it, she ended the marriage completely and took half of everything. On the other hand, if you want to compare and contrast it, Melinda knew exactly what Bill Gates was doing. As a matter of fact, she allowed him to do it. If you ask me, Melinda is actually the ruthless and calculating one. She saw Bill Gates as a lottery ticket. What woman that had the opportunity to marry Bill Gates, one of the wealthiest men in the United States, and just play house and allow him to do whatever he wanted to do while you constantly let those bank account numbers just continue to add up year after year because he's continuing to make money, why not sit at home and not complain and live the lavish life and ride around in the Rolls Royce and have the fancy luxury lifestyle? And then once the bank accounts get to where you want them, you say, okay, I'm taking half of everything. I'm going to go really live my life and have my damn fun because I didn't love his ass anyway. Then, I mean, that's what I think Belinda did. And you know what? Kudos to her because while Bill was trying <laughs> to play, he actually ended up getting his ass played. I don't think he got played because he he got to be. And I, and I keep going back to that because to a lot of people, like being a father is like a big deal. Like being a husband is like a big deal. Not like that's why Tiger Woods did it. Like it was important to him. Like it was important to for Tiger Woods to be a husband and to be a father. That, that, that was important to him. Apparently, it was also important to him to bang every woman that caught his fancy, that caught his eye. He wanted to have his cake and eat it too, but he didn't like he wasn't honest, like with his wife when they got married. He didn't tell, like, hey, like this is important to me, but I'm gonna like have my affairs. Like, I like Bill Gates. Um, so he wanted, so Tiger wanted to have his cake and eat, eat it too. And it's interesting. I'm, I want to focus on this a little bit. I wonder, so like I said, when they got married, I want to say yeah, Tiger Woods was already like at least worth $100 million. Mm-hmm. You said that, and I agree with you. A lot of people would in Melinda's position where if you come across somebody that is as wealthy as Bill Gates, a lot mm-hmm. of people would, I think marry that person especially like no prenup mm-hmm. let's get Absolutely. married no prenup Absolutely. I'm, but hey Ooh. i'm gonna do whatever i want to do on the side i'm gonna have my affairs and i don't want i don't want no no trouble i think a lot of people would agree to that position a lot of people a lot of women or men that had a chance to marry somebody like tiger woods would also have agreed with that sentiment with that like hey i'm tiger woods i'm worth like all this money you don't ever got to worry about nothing if we mm-hmm. get divorced you're gonna mm-hmm. walk away 400 million dollars no prenup mm-hmm. i want to be a father i want to be a husband this is important to me but i want to have my cake and eat it too i'm gonna have my affairs you keep your mouth mm-hmm. shut. a lot of women would mm-hmm. have agreed with that i wonder why didn't he why didn't he but i guess he intuitively knew that well the woman that he ended up marrying she would not agree to it Mm-hmm. kind of selfish of him because he a part of him had to know where a lot of women would maybe he i don't know maybe he would not have respected her if she would have agreed to that mm. which begs the question at the point in which melinda agreed to bill's weird thing did he lose respect for her was that like a test even 
Mm, okay that's if you a good really point. i know right that's deep right that is and that could uh, honestly that could have been um what happened but i guess the other side of that would be when bill put that in the contract and may or pretty much had melinda to sign off on it in order for them to get married did she lose respect for him mm-hmm. at that point did they lose did they did they mutually lose respect for each other which is why their marriage continued to um travel down a downward spiral yeah and it seems that like based on the articles reading now it seems like they were both like unhappy in the marriage for like a while Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's how it is and and obviously i've handled some divorce cases um i think you have as well tanisha but Mm -hmm. marriage just generally don't just like end like overnight there's a build-up to it where like the spouse, right. one or two spouses have been unhappy for a long time just mm-hmm. for some reason well it's a lot of good reason as to why people decide to stay in one well, maybe it's going to get better you know the kids mm-hmm. built this home together this life together we mm-hmm. don't want to go it's it's a lot of reason as to why people you know stay in a a hapless marriage if that's the mm-hmm. word a hapless marriage there's a lot it's a lot it's a lot of reasons why um but it, it could be Absolutely. that maybe, like you said in the beginning, when he came with this weird stipulation, like as a test, maybe he lost respect for her. She lost respect for him. And maybe they both internally decided this marriage is going to be the void of any real love and affection. It's just going to be more like pragmatic. Right. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, um, especially you know on the side of melinda i i definitely would agree with the marriage just being more of a business contract like you said and like for just for him to say that he has a wife and for them to have kids from a union and not you know him artificially and um getting someone pregnant so yeah i think i definitely think it's more like a contractual agreement if you will with no love right the underlining which, you know, I, I'm going to remind my viewers, my fans. Um, hi, mom. I say I got like a lot of fans. My fans that, uh, you know, I majored in history and I love history. And the early, you know, the foundation of marriage, it was akin to more of a business arrangement. It wasn't mm-hmm. really the idea that like people marry for love and romance. Mm-hmm. A very modern, like new idea for the vast mm-hmm. majority of human history and most cultures. It wasn't really based when people didn't didn't even really date, you know, your parents Mm -hmm. or your grandparents decided who you were going to marry. And maybe somebody's in Bill position or Melinda's position. Maybe they're more akin to more of a pragmatic, like the pros and cons list, which Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine like doing that. If 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 you're deeply in love with somebody, you just like, yeah, I want to marry you. Or maybe I'm a sap for thinking like that, but. You make a pro and con list for buying a house, like, but when it comes to like, hey, like you're the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Oh, right. I think it's supposed to be more of a, I say that, but maybe I'm because I'm a sap, but I don't think that well, obviously Bill didn't do that. Maybe Melinda didn't, you know, she mm-hmm. didn't like see it. Maybe she thought it was more pragmatic, you know, arrangement. So really, really a good uh conversation. Thank you so Absolutely. much, uh Trinisha, Absolutely. For- coming on the we could we, we could keep talking for the next five hours we, we can go so many different <laughs> ways with this but i think uh 
I think that that's a good way to sort of, uh, you know, and I think this is a very good uh, conversation, very good discussion. Maybe we do a part two. Uh, yes, so, I would love that. There are so many different, as, as we're talking about, I'm thinking of more things I didn't even like that, like the, <laughs> the Tiger Woods thing. I didn't even think of that. And, uh, or some of the things that uh, you pointed out until we started thought, I mean, like, oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. There are so many different ways we, we can go with this that I love to, um, talk about things, discuss things that sort of, you know, speaks to a deeper meaning of like humanity, like regardless mm -hmm. of like how wealthy, like Bill Gates is, how powerful he is. And I'm not ne necessarily a fan of, I think he's done a lot of, you know, not good things for the world, but at the end of the day, he's a human being, you know, just like me and you. That's, that's why I love like learning history, reading history, because these people, you know, they weren't these fictional characters. They were actually like human beings. And we could learn something um, from, from those people, from those things. Absolutely. Um, is, is, is there, is there uh, anything else you want to say, Tanisha? Uh, I, I would say one thing that you said, Dan, earlier, and I, I don't think I was able to make a, a, a comment on it because we jumped topics so fast. But I will say that I personally do not feel like Bill Gates loved Ann as much as he loved Melinda and I say that you can have love for somebody or even love someone but not be in love with them and I think that he was in love with, with Melinda but he loved Ann with a great love and I don't think that you know obviously I don't think that it was deeper than the love that he had for his wife but that's for a later conversation. But I did just want to leave that closing point. Um, I think that's all I have to say about Bill Gates and Melinda. But I do want to thank you, Dan, so much for having me on here tonight for us being able to do this um, discussion. It was really, really um, a great conversation. And cheers to more down the road. Thank you so much. It, it was uh, great having you on the podcast. Um, I've been having some of my past listeners ask me, like, hey, you need to get people on the podcast i'm like hey you know how hard it is to figure out how to work zoom how to work my application how to you know i don't know people think it's easy just to it's, it's like if you don't know how to do it you know i went to school to learn how to be a esquire to learn how to you know hunt cows and stuff and you know how to joust to learn how to learn how to be an audio engineer but this it was, it was a great a great conversation great discussion I uh, hope the fans out there Absolutely. enjoyed it and hopefully it's the first of many. Thank you so much for being the first guest on the podcast. Absolutely. And, uh, Thank you for having until, me. Until we uh, speak next time, I'll see you guys later. And thank you so much, Trinisha, for coming on the podcast. And uh, kudos to Bill Gates for thank giving you. us a great, uh, great <laughs> topic to talk about. Go Bill and Melinda. Go Bill and Melinda. <laughs> And Ann Windblade. That's a powerful name, Windblade, right? I know. I know. That's like like a, a rich and wealthy, you know, like Ann Windblade is here. You know, like one of the. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I say famous. she was self made. Watch. I bet she's come from like old money or something. I don't know. Ann, I'm sorry, Ann. I know. I mean, probably come from like an old aristocrat, like the clan Windblade, you know? absolutely windblade absolutely. family in, in in connecticut like old blue blood money so yeah and yeah or new hampshire yeah yeah so, yeah another yeah somewhere <laughs> up north 
We from the yeah, south, absolutely. so yeah, some yeah, some absolutely. of those those carpet baggers up north. Maybe yeah. Maine. Maybe Maine. There you go. Yeah. Maybe Maine. Yeah, like way up there. <laughs> way, way up there. Way, way up there. <laughs> Anyhow, it's, it was fun, Dan. Thank you. Thank you, Tanisha. No problem. Bye. guys enjoyed the episode i promise you guys that it's never going to be this long ever again without giving you guys a new episode as you guys know i completed my book published my second book back in december and i took a long break off to kind of you know reload look at where i was with my career with my creative pursuits some other aspects of my life uh, i figured a lot of things out anyhow the goal going forward is to give you guys at least an episode every two weeks I promise to stick to that as best as I can. Um, I'm also working on the third book. So the two books right now, The Demon of My Chest Part 1 and 2, both available on Amazon right now. I'm working on my third book that will be out in the fall. Um, I don't know the title yet, but I'm working on that. I think you guys are really, really going to love that one. If you guys, you know, love the first two books. Um, it's not going to be in the Demon on My Chest series. I'm uh, writing a completely new story uh, that's more, I don't want to say grounded, but I guess that's a fair word. But I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Uh, so be looking forward to that. I'm also thinking about um, starting a YouTube channel as well and uploading the podcast on the YouTube channel. Um, have a couple other things in the works that I'm planning on for you guys. So I am ready to rock and roll. Um, so we'll be looking forward to that. So if you guys want to download the books, the, De the Demon on My Chest, it's on Amazon right now. Um, thank you guys so much for your support. I really appreciate it. If, if you guys want to send me any fan uh, email, you can email me at danferrisauthor at gmail.com. I should have told you guys that before. Uh, so it's danferrisauthor at, at gmail.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be looking out for the next episode. Now that I have figured out how to have a guest on the episode, oh, the possibilities are limitless. Um, I wanted to say endless, but I said limitless. Anyhow, thank you guys so much. Bye. <laughs>